You gotta make sure you don't confuse the boxes with, other, with the wrong box, Sean. <laughs> don't confuse your memory Fuck, boxes. Fuck, that's my frozen box. Wrong one. Uh. Hello and welcome to Welcome to My Dungeon. Uh, I'm Gabe. Very high energy today, I guess. I'm Sean, very low energy. And I'm Peter, very uh, mediocre energy all today. Alright, we got all the levels here. Great. We're doing it. Got the full spectrum. Full audio spectrum. Full audio <laughs> alchemist. High, middle, low. Full energy spectrum here. <laughs> full audio alchemist. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, welcome uh, everyone yeah welcome back yeah, welcome back guys. after a couple of weeks of a uh, break it's been, it's been ten thousand years it's been ten thousand years oh man uh but listen we're back i got a i got a real i got a real boy full-time job but it's oddly less stressful than my old job so that's better yeah well, that's great so now great, I'm yeah. back with a vengeance for even more Welcome to My Dungeon content for all of you. I believe they call that a revengeance. Uh, <laughs> oh boy. Thanks. <laughs> it's a quality reference right there. <laughs> I think it's, all right. it's barely a reference. You just said the <laughs> name of a thing. No, 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 no. It counts. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, uh, like Peter said, he's on this week. He's our guest. He's a friend of mine. And uh, another uh, GM. I think you run. You said you run Cyberpunk, right? Oh no, I run uh, Shadow. Shadow, yeah, run, run. right? Yeah. There we go. Listen, right. very same very genre. fast and loose without a book. Perfect. But I do. That's it. all you need, really. <laughs> all you need is your imagination. As long as you're fast and loose enough, then you don't need a book. <laughs> <sighs> all right. Well, how about we ask you a couple questions so our guests can get to know you? All right. Sure. So, what was your first game? Like any tabletop role playing game? Well, I only started actively playing within like the first, or not the first, the last uh, year and a half-ish, I think. Mm -hmm. But my very first game was with my older brother and cousin. And uh, we went into a tunnel to fight goblins. And because the first fire spell in Oblivion is called Flare, mm -hmm. my cousin thought it was a damaging spell. Which, I guess, in this version of D&D &D we were playing, it wasn't. So, he just lit a flare inside a tunnel, and all the goblins came and murdered us. <laughs> and nice. that, that was my first tabletop RPG experience. Nice. Um, it's a very <laughs> cold-hearted truth to a, to a cold, harsh world. It's a very cold, harsh truth when you're like... God, I think I was like 11 or something. <laughs> well, since, oh, sometimes... Wow. Sometimes when you're 11, you just got to get smacked yeah, so, up in D&D, so you know how it goes. Sometimes your older have you getting murdered by goblins, exactly. and it's fine. <laughs> you just fucking do it, and then and then you never have to worry about losing a character again, because... Now you're super cautious. You, or or, or you, you come... I'm not even super cautious. You come with a preposition that any character is going to die, <laughs> so you always have one in your back pocket. Exactly. Mm. 
That's, that's my secret cap. I'm always ready to die. That's my secret cap. I always have five different character sheets in my pocket <laughs> just ready. I mean, also same. Well, that's very interesting. Can you call, like, uh, any other games after that? After that, uh, well, after that, my first game as, like, when I started actively playing here mm-hmm. was a Lost Wardens campaign, which I believe is the freeform thing where you just, like, go out on, like, a small one-session adventure, and then you just go back and hang out at the Invincible Inn, mm. and mm. then you just sip on in and out. Um, the thing is, back when I made that first character, my brother had used some kind of program to, uh, like, an old, like, I don't even remember what edition of D&D it was using. But it was like a, oh, you select your race here, and it just takes care of all the shit for you, and blah, blah, blah. But uh, the thing about this session was it was very, very freeform. They were like, well, anything that's a D&D resource, just knock yourself out. Just use it. And I was like, I was like looking at the races and I was like, oh, Tiefling looks pretty cool. But then uh, my girlfriend, who had been playing actively for longer than me here, she, I guess, misremembered that Tieflings are in fact not changelings. And she said, oh, no, I wouldn't play that because that's, like, you know, a complicated place to start. And I was like, okay, well, fuck, what do I do now? So then I, uh, because they were so open about literally just, like, linking me any fucking, like, there was so many goddamn D&D resources. Mm-hmm. And it, it was from one of the Magic the Gathering D&D resources. Right, yeah. So my first character ended up being an Aetherborn sorcerer with wild magic cool interesting and uh i almost died in like the second session because a ghost was about to possess me and i'd age a couple of years and aetherborn apparently only lived yes, like they, they a only year lived and a half like five years maybe <laughs> yeah so i was almost one-shotted by a ghost incredible yeah i never thought of that a, a ghost could just one-shot an aetherborn wow. yeah it was, that was like an exciting moment but, uh, yeah, you know, after that, I was like, well, guess I my character concepts can't get any more out there than this at this point, so. I mean, honestly, yeah, does does it matter at that point? Yeah, when you've already played an Aetherborn Sorcerer, it doesn't get much weirder. <laughs> so. I don't know, Sean might disagree with you. I don't know. Yeah, um, things can get weird any time with any race, so. That's how you play it, man. That's true. Yeah, it's all about how you play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what's one of the favorite characters you've ever played? Uh, I don't know. I'm terrible at picking favorites. <laughs> uh, mainly because uh, my characters are either always incredibly like, oh, I just winged it and this is the thing and then it develops mm-hmm. into a thing. Yeah. Or it's like... I sit down and meticulously, like, this is your backstory, and this is where the catalyst for you going out on this thing is, mm. and blah, blah, blah. But then, it's, I, don't, I don't even know. Like, I can't pick a favorite, because I'm just like, well, they all existed. I don't know if I've <laughs> played a character yet where I'm like, this has been my favorite character to play. Well, how about a really memorable <laughs> one, then? Yeah, yeah. A really memorable one. Oh, man. Uh, I did actually end up playing a changeling for a little bit. Uh, okay. A changeling named Art. Art. 
where short uh, for Arthur or just actual art? No, just 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 like their real name was Art. Okay. And then they just took on like bullshit names. But uh, yeah, they I don't know. It was it was pretty fun mainly because I just got to like fuck around with the party and I just like I just showed up as like a different character every few sessions. So I'd be like, "Yes, I am sad rogue lady here. I'm just a basic human woman." And then a couple of sessions later, I was like, "I'm just going to show up in the bar as like a super dashing tiefling guy and just like, "Hey, hello, this is wow, a new everybody. person. Hi." <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, I don't think they actually found or well, they all knew I was playing a tiefling, or not tiefling, fucking change in character. See, yeah. it's an easy, it's it's an easy slip up to me. <laughs> but yeah, they never like. I don't think we got far enough for them to realize. But yeah, yeah well, that's cool. Change things are fun, but I can also see why they're definitely not recommended for new players because you need to like. So this is my character's actual personality, but then they have they're always playing a character, so I have to like play a character within a character it's like the ultimate form of method acting what's that what's that line from tropic thunder <laughs> oh uh, no oh, which one remember. there's a lot the one from robert downey jr cool. i'm playing it uh, you never want to go full retard that no, one? no 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 uh no 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 it's it's probably the one where he excuses why he's blackfaced oh because he's in that he's he's in, he's playing an actor uh, oh yeah he i'm a dude actor. Playing a dude, this guy says another, another dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what playing a changeling is like. <laughs> that's good. Nice, nice. That's actually that sounds like a lot of fun. I've never played with the changeling. Um, or seen anyone play that. So that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. I mean if they're playing a changeling really well, you won't know they're a changeling. You're so. right. I guess that's You're right. true. You're right. You'll just never know. I have a question. Like, do changelings get the the ability scores and uh, racial traits of whatever they change into too? Uh, they do not. They get their own things, okay. and then the um, I think they have like a system. Mm. Like I say, I think you yeah, know, right, right, I, right. I know, I just don't remember. <laughs> uh, where they make like a pseudo permanent persona, which then gets like expertise with like a t- set of tools or whatever. Okay, right. and. But then, you know, you can just change yourself into whatever right. afterwards. Okay. Okay. Very interesting. Okay. Yeah, that I is will, I, will, I will check that yeah. out in the future. But yeah, just put a changeling NPC <laughs> in your session, Sean. Yeah, yeah. 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 You'll never know. And then, and then we'll never, never know. know. <laughs> You'll be like, I did get to play a tiefling now. Mm-hmm. Not tiefling. Oh, my God. <laughs> Now you're doing it. There you go. I understand. I understand my girlfriend's so fight. What are, yep. They so both end like, with Ling. Who? Who? Oh man. Who can so tell the? Yeah, it, <laughs> so what, what are what are some of your inspirations as a GM? Mm-hmm. Oh, as a GM. Yeah. Um. Well, I usually like I'll think of things I've seen or like heard of before, or I'll be like, "This be a cool thing." Just to, like, add some flavor. Like, uh, in my Shadowrun session, the players were split up. They were taking care of someone. Okay. And the the person they were taking care of was down in, like, a restaurant while one of them was above ground. And the guy above ground was getting, like, just because I was afraid that, like, 
Oh man, they're gonna feel like nothing's happening because I'm not actually planning any combat here. Okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, uh, the guy above ground is gonna start getting harassed by like stray rats and like just weird things start happening around him. And like the the thing started with him like saying like he saw like a rat fight a pigeon or some bullshit <laughs> like that. Like you know, like just the bullshit that like a player would say. Right. Like. But then, like, I was like, oh, well, I was kind of thinking of having them run into a street shaman here, so this works out. And I just had the, I had the rat rip out the pigeon's throat, <laughs> and I had progressively more rats show up the longer he was waiting up there. <laughs> and he started seeing, like, shadowy figures of people, like, ominously standing with rats, like, running down the street and stuff. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. Yeah. I was, I was basically just trying to spook him and, like... You know, they said it was pretty. They said it was fun. So yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, you know they they don't know it was all improv. Okay, well, they so never should. That's yeah. that's that's the plan. Is that they never should know <laughs> it's improv. It once honestly, once you get good enough at improv, it just once you're good enough at improv, it's not improv anymore. I'm terrible at improv. You're not, Sean. I am. You do this oh, podcast every week. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. so far this podcast has been largely improv. I'm, I'm just reading off the script Gabe sent me. So. <laughs> <Sean>? <laughs> you can't tell him that. Now you're improving off the script in a bad way. <laughs> uh, but no, I've uh, I've never actually run like a module. Okay. okay. So I don't actually like, I'm not too familiar with the whole like, this is what has to happen throughout the session right. mentality. Because I just, I make like touchstones where I'm like, okay, so ideally they'd be doing this, this, or this, mm -hmm. this session. And then if they just go awry, I'll be like, okay, fuck it. Touchstones are out. Got to figure out something new. Mm. Man, I, yeah, I don't I'm, even do I, touchstones. I, I'm, uh, well, I'm... no, it's, it's more like, okay... If they do this, then this something like this is going to oh, happen. Oh, no, I get that. I just can't predict my players, so... Oh, yeah, it's because people are unpredictable. Yeah. They can be. I try to... Man, yeah. sometimes you try to lay a, a something out as as obviously as you can without telling them, and they take the no, long not, way around. They always, they'll always either overthink or underthink Overthink, things you lay Overthinking out. is usually the problem. For, yes. for me, because usually they'll mention some random fucking detail, and then they'll be like, "But what about the guy in the purple coat?" And you're like, "You're like, what? Who? Which which guy?" But, was like, coat? "Wait, you mean the random guy I just described as having a purple coat on?" Yeah, yeah. So, but then, then, yeah, that's how you they've, start. They've to got their Pepe. The they've, they've got their Pepe Sylvia charts out. <laughs> what about the man in, can we talk about the man in purple coat I want you to talk about the man in purple coat <laughs> I have their mail for the last several months oh, you geez. are the man in the purple coat <laughs> ominous music please alright uh, here's here's a good last question what's your favorite mechanic from a, a tabletop role playing game uh, favorite mechanic yeah I don't know. I'm not like super mechanical minded, because I just uh, my the main thing I take away from tabletop role playing games is the role playing. No, uh, that's, that's fine actually. But like a mechanic, 
shit, I don't know. I I actually kind of enjoy the idea of the uh, excursion thing you introduced to our session game. Or like you reminded Mike to put in. Oh uh, yeah. Well, yeah. So the, that, that's not really like an no, no, integrated no, no. mechanic. I, that is, I guess, like, technically a mechanic. So the inspiration but, I stole from Sean. <laughs> oh. I, I stole and modified from Sean, and then the the exhaustion chart I sort of uh, uh, took off and made uh, like sort of fleshed out from Twitter. Somebody had a like a spell mm. exhaustion thing and i made like a full chart for it and not oh, just cool. for nice. spells i made it for for actions uh, well. yeah melee people cool, too cool, cool. yeah but like i uh shit i have such a hard time thinking of like what a mechanic in a tabletop role-playing game is right now a, a, a certain spell you really like a certain spell oh like a certain spell it could uh, be anything anything that, well, anything that's part you, of you you found out that i really enjoy the illusion school of magic you do which is good. Mm. They're good. Which, yes. Which is, uh, the, the first session you played in was the first time it worked. <laughs> I'm glad it worked that time. <laughs> but, uh, there you go. But yeah, I, uh, I don't know, I enjoy the, um, the, the spells and stuff that interact with the, uh, the quote-unquote overworld. Right. If okay. that makes sense. Yes, yes, I, I know what you mean. Less, <laughs> less yeah. dice and more actual... Le- less... I think Fireball is an awesome spell because it deals a lot of damage, but mm-hmm. I think it's kind of boring because the only thing it does is deal a lot of damage. <laughs> okay, right. I got that. So you, like that. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, yeah. Like, I'll, I'll still take Fireball forever <laughs> because it's overpowered, but I'm not like... I don't look at Fireball like... This is a really interesting spell that I could do a lot of things yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Which is, you know... Nice. Well, thank you, Peter. Yeah. Now people know my viewpoint. Now now people know a little bit more about you. So, I guess, before we get into the meat and potatoes of this thing, where we make our module, let's uh, oh let's go over a short uh, GM tip. Uh, I actually came up with this one. I wanted to talk about it since it was coming up in my session and uh, I wanted to mention it just a little bit. Um, So let's talk about long-term plans. Um, A lot of people have trouble dealing with players either ignoring or not following or not falling into their long-term plans. And um, I guess we can talk about what we can do as GMs to sort of combat that sort of thought process. Because honestly, that's not, like, the healthiest way to think about it, right? No. Mm. Uh, so, for me personally, I I make long-term plans. And I make specific long-term plans. But I don't make them player-dependent. Mm. I, I, mm. I plan my world to be happening no matter what. Mm-hmm. And if the you play in off screen off screen events, uh, not on screen events. I I I plan events. Or if that makes sense. Yeah, and whether or not they're right. on screen is up to the players, <laughs> mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that way, like, so I plan my world for things to always be happening, and mm-hmm. and I have things happening all the time, and whether or not whether or not um, they choose to do there, it's gonna happen. Um, so if mm-hmm. I go to, uh, uh, here, I'll give an example in my, my current session. 
Uh, my players just got out of uh, this part of the world where there's a sort of interplanar place uh, that, like, the planes sort of intersect and it becomes easy to, to cross between them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, uh, they just got done doing that and found uh, uh, this huge magical artifact. Uh, and they chose to go um, to uh this uh this very magical city and talk to the uh the arcane college there about this problem now mm-hmm. i wasn't specifically planning for that um because there was a lot of places they could have gone for that and i had a lot of things that could have happened depending on who they went to um there's mm-hmm. a capital city uh that has a sort of uh uh, a less than obvious nobody listen to this if you're playing in my session less than obvious <laughs> uh, evil undercurrent um, mm. that if they might have confided in some people that they had sort of trusted before um, they would uh, they would have uh, opened themselves up to a very dangerous situation um, and so it's just interesting to see what choices the players will make and instead of saying oh fuck they didn't pick the thing i wanted them to pick you'd be like okay they chose that choice i already have something there because Mm -hmm. i was already planning for things to happen all around the world Mm -hmm. Mm. and that's how i approach it at least other people might approach differently i do the same um i i go with the mentality that uh the world is alive and um it's always uh moving um the players are just in it you know, I mean, there's certain little things, certain specific things that will wait on the players and so forth. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. For like uh, really interesting events and so forth. But uh, for the most part, um, things are always uh, moving. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's kind of the, the ideal you want, because mm-hmm. I know when I'm a player, uh, there's a very specific thing I really hate. And that's feeling like, man... Every time we try to go do another thing, there's like a roadblock that comes down and is like, no, no, no. Because right. now we have to go do this thing. Right. So it's, yeah. I mean. Yeah, like that is the bad kind of railroading, which we've talked on before. Right. Um, yeah. Which is like forcing you. Um, hmm. so but the, uh, I, I attempt to do the things that you guys talk about, especially when I was running like a very, very short term uh, D&D mm-hmm. campaign that just kind of died out as that stuff can happen. Mm-hmm. But um, the, the thing about running Shadowrun is that since things are like set up in jobs, it's a, li- a little like, it's a little less like, okay, well, they could go do this thing or this thing in like a long term sense. Okay. It's more like, well, it's either this session or the next session that they're going to have to deal with this thing. Mm. Because if it's hard to be like, okay, so at this point in time, this person is going to assassinate this person in a gang or whatever. Right. Because the, uh, the impact to the players is probably pretty minimal. Okay. Just because they'll be busy kidnapping some guy and doing extortion to him or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I I mostly go with the flow there and like if if I get a good idea, like at some point I'll be like, okay, so this is a thing that's gonna happen because this is directly influencing them. 
or it'll be like a moment where it'll be like, oh no, these uh, these troll gangsters were actually working for this other guy that you knew before, mm-hmm. or some shit like that. Uh, by the way, none of my players listen to that because that's actually a pretty good thing to do at some <laughs> <Yeah>. point. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's it varies a lot from campaigns to campaigns. Because I I remember when I was running that D and D session as well, there was a, I was doing a lot of like, okay, so in about like so and so amount of days, uh, a little bit of backstory. They we were running a uh, a Final Fantasy fourteen themed. Ooh. campaign where it was supposed to be happening uh what is it called alongside with the uh the main story right oh so they'd be off having their own adventure mm-hmm. while like the the player character from the mmo will be off doing their own thing okay right 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 so and i i was gonna do a whole thing where it's gonna be like you guys are warriors of light too, and I had all these things planned out that never got to see the day. So you know what? You guys are never getting those warriors of light abilities. So <laughs> get fucked. <laughs> Listen, there's only so much you can translate onto pen and paper. Yeah, well, that's the, like the thing. Like I was like immediately like, oh fuck, the like timetables between some of these things is actually insane. But yeah, yeah, I was trying to be like, okay, so like. Maybe like a quest or two pass in a day or whatever. Mm. So for every day they took, like the main quest would hop a step or two. Mm-hmm. It was nice because I started in the Realm Reborn campaign, so there was still that huge segment of like a hundred something quests Jeez. after that main story ended. Right. That I could be like, okay, now you guys have just fuck around time because nothing like earth shaking is gonna happen to you yeah, guys. Yeah, you're gonna least. walk to this place and talk to this person. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't like I never planned it like that. Like you guys are gonna go here and do this, because like they could do whatever they wanted. So I I try really really hard not to like railroad my players in any way, mm. because I know I hate it when that happens to me. Like I try to to nudge maybe, mm. right? But yeah. I'm never like nudge. like I'll be like, are you are you sure you want to like do blah 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 or whatever. But that's usually when they make like a dumb choice that I say, are you sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I also, on that note, uh, like sometimes too much freedom can be a bad thing. Um, yeah, if like, you, particularly depending if you on put your them players. in a field and take the leash off, they'll be like, uh, uh, what, what do I do now? I what do I do? Yeah. yeah. So like versus uh, while I like to leave it open, um, I like to make options. Um, everyone loves multiple choice. So, you know. Uh, give them options, uh, little threads for uh, yeah, paths they like, can take. Yeah, just like give, give a give a fucking job board if you have to, and just be like, <laughs> there's a note that says go kill goblins, or there's a note that says go kill kobolds. I mean, and then you I've can branch that off to somewhere else. I've done right. the the very obvious thing for me where it's been like. Uh, you guys are all part of an adventuring guild. Here are some jobs you can choose from. But I also right, never yeah. force them to take a job. Mm-hmm. Like, if they want to mm-hmm. go do something, they can go do something. And there are things they can go do. Uh, like, uh, on this last trip, they they met with the pirate captain captain and found treasure maps mm-hmm. to go explore, but they were, they were already on a job, so they couldn't do that just then. Uh, and now they've, mm-hmm. uh, they got just got back with that magical artifact thing and are following up with that so i mean they don't even have to go take a job at uh at uh their adventuring guild right now they can do whatever they want 
Mm. Mm. Nice, nice. Mm. I mean, it's a uh, yeah. It's like I, the the point where my uh, the Final Fantasy thing I was running ended was also I'd given them a uh, a super magical weapon MacGuffin <laughs> that was extremely evil, mm. and uh, they just. I just gave it to them, and the guy who was like, okay, uh, you can take it to this person, and then I just let them, like, can you please take it to this person? And then they just had, like, a lead box with an, ev- with an evil weapon in it. <laughs> and they if, they if they want to, they can just take the, like, evil sword out of the lead box and sure. be like, now I want to be evil. Yeah. And like, yeah, okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> like, yeah, sure, let's go with it. Evil yeah, campaign, like, woohoo! Yeah, like suddenly it's an evil campaign. Everybody had good alignment, but now everybody's evil. There you go. So that's the real thing. Yeah. yeah, it's always so, you know, uh, it's always fun to play an evil campaign. I I, I, I don't think I've ever gotten to do it. Actually. Well, I've played evil one shots. Maybe not an evil campaign. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. But yeah, I think it can be very fun, and uh, yeah, I. Listen, I got a little off track. That's not about long-term plans. <laughs> nah, we we, we kind of got... Uh, ba- basically, don't lay set in stone long-term plans. Or if you do... Yeah. Or if you, if you have, do... Have ideas, and, uh, and you can throw those out as little breadcrumbs or options, and, uh, and then it gets built along with, uh, mm. with the campaign. That's also why I don't like... Um, strict modules so much um, mm. I much prefer the idea of hey read the module um, kind of submerse yourself in the world come up with ideas in the world and then mm. see what you can do for the campaign like have the, make the take a module and turn it into a sandbox for the mm. campaign yeah I actually really like the sound of that because the times I've looked at modules I just see like walls and walls of text saying mm-hmm. like well, if they do this thing, do this thing. And I'm like, this is way too fucking much for me to remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I was actually doing that for uh, an Out of the Abyss campaign. Uh, mm-hmm. Which, it's actually a pretty open-ended campaign in and of itself. But uh, I made it even mm-hmm. more open-ended than the book uh, sort there of planned go. for. me. So I'm just like, let them do what the fuck they want. It's also worth to remember that it's a tabletop RPG and you don't have to obey the rules if you don't want exactly. to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what differentiates uh, D&D or I should say any tabletop from uh, playing fucking Mass Effect or whatever, you know. It's modding yeah, is you easy Mass and Effect, available you can't to swing everybody on, on chandelier and games. kick someone in the face. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you can punch people outside of getting renegade prompts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, I think uh, it's about time to get to the meat and potatoes of this podcast. The module. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. You haven't told me a lot about this, so this is... Potatoes. Don't worry, it's Boil not them, mash them, stick them in the stew. Uh, I'm looking... I'm getting the, uh, the theme and... Uh, oh, um... I don't know if you saw, Sean. Uh, somebody sent a hook into Twitter. Cool. You see that, listener? Nope. Listener submission: a model, a module based on the "They Might Be Giant" song. Bells are ringing. Where are where where'd you place that? Uh, I don't think I know this song. If you want to take a few minutes to listen to it, go ahead. Uh, uh, yeah. Here, I'll paste it in the in the chat. 
All right, I got an idea. Okay, I think I have an idea of what's going on. Yeah, I, as well. I got an Did idea you look at the lyrics? Do with that as well. yeah. yeah. The basic concept is that people would be mind con- be, would be like obeying the sound of the bells. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I um, was thinking too. So. Yes, but also it's just they might be giants is very good. It's okay. I'll kill you, Sean. <laughs> Sean, I'll fucking a, murder you live okay. on this podcast. It's not bad. I'll drive down to Florida right fucking now. <laughs> They're not bad. They're all right. You sad with someone who's being threatened on their life would say. <laughs> What's he going to do? Kill me? Thanks. But, uh, I mean, that sounds like a pretty interesting idea for, yeah, a, for sure. uh, a module. Especially if you're going for like a... Uh, you could run it as a Call of Cthulhu campaign, actually. Could like I don't know if there's a like a uh, what are they called like a Cthulhuan Cthulhuian an Eldritch Love monster Eldritch. Oh, yeah thank you thank you yeah I love Craftian monster that like rings bells or something but you could always make something up but, like it it could work pretty well for like a uh, unnerving horror scenario or yeah. just like like a, a a tense like something's weird in this city or mm-hmm. this countryside. If you don't want to go horror, you can... Well, I mean, I think it'd still be horror, but if if you don't want to go cosmic horror, uh, well, yeah, you I can do, just... like, a king or just some fucker mm-hmm. uh, yeah. who just magically enchanted the yeah, bells. Yeah, some magic bitch. Well. well, yeah, it it's exactly. just because Elder Tor was the first thing my brain went to. I mean, the first sure. As it should. As it should. Yeah, sir. you can you can easily make it, like, it's a... I'm sure there's some form of dragon that has, like, charm effects in D&D. Uh, I think one of the colored dragons can do that with their breath weapon instead. Um, mm. Not but you that could, I can recall it right now. Could easily have it be like that. <laughs> oh my god, this is good. I'm getting ideas. Uh, the, well, there you the go. The theme we got is espionage. <laughs> oh boy. Espionage. Speaking of changelings. I'm thinking uh, my mind goes to... Uh, this being a contract slash mission given to the mm-hmm. to Barty, um, uh, the townsfolk are acting weird. Investigate um, that sort of thing uh, before they enter the the town. Um, the party uh, view some people who are acting really weird and strange. We can say the bells ringing uh, perhaps has a it's a weaker effect the farther you are. So if they hear it in the distance, they some someone might you can have like an NPC and they they're acting a little funky, um, all of a sudden, um, kind of dropping breadcrumbs and hints for the party to realize what's going on. Um, they probably won't mm-hmm. figure it out depending on your players, but um, uh, <laughs> once they get to the town, then they can start to uh, to investigate a little further about the bells and so forth. And they like have the NPCs bells talking about. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like I have NPCs talking about. Oh man, I keep hearing bells in my dreams. You know, um, that kind of sort of thing. Or if you want to be really on the nose with it, they can be talking to a character, and then the bells can start ringing, and they just stop having the conversation and go do whatever. Exactly. And in fact, I would say be on the nose. Um, yeah. You know, uh, this is the kind know. of thing where you might need to like take out the nose hammer and just say, "This is what's going on." <laughs> now, before break, we break do continue, noses. we still haven't actually started this section. <laughs> well, Listen, I mean, I don't, I don't know how this show is. Yeah, I know. Out, so yeah. I feel like Sean knows. Wave. Ideas, <laughs> ideas come to my mind, and I speak them. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. 
but yes, that's the theme. And we actually, like the my tool, which I was, we can probably use this as the 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 uh, um, the, the, the 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 person behind the bells. Yeah, that's good. Is uh, succubus bad guy? Oh, um, I've been reading a few, uh, just some posts um, mentioning. God damn it! I hate it when there's a succubus uh, NPC or something like that. En- enemy, my par- uh, the part it always fucks up the party and all that things like that. What? Um, but mind control effects are the most exciting kind of encounters. Like, uh, yeah, like uh, <laughs> it just depends because um, it, it's a, it can be a, depending on the person. Um, but you can have mm-hmm. a lot of fun with a succubi or a succubus, excuse me. Um, I mean, you can also have fun with multiple. You're right. You're you're perfectly right. Um, but uh, there, for those who might not know, um, in textbook D and D, they're actually demons. But um, unlike the very chaotic evil demons, they're much more uh, suave and charismatic. They function way more like devils, and in fact, mm. they end up working with a lot of devils. A lot of them hop on over to uh, to the devil side to the to hell, rather than. Um, than the abyss, um, because they click better with them. Um, but yeah, they're, they're they can. There's different levels depending on um, stuff. I uh, can't remember the term for like a higher tier one. I think, uh, but uh, it's probably like a greater. Some people. It's not greater. Or? It it's like oh. a word, but it doesn't matter. It's the exact same thing, you know. A greater primeval succubus. Um, yeah. But uh, they're they can be very powerful. They use psychic damage, and of course, their kiss. Is what's uh, really deadly. Um, yeah. yeah. Nothing's more deadly to the players than the players. Exactly, and especially like you know, you have like so that that bard who wants to fuck everything. It's like okay, <sighs> here's your succubus. Who's you're gonna die? Fuck them. Um, yes, succubi <laughs> are the ultimate counter to bards. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're absolutely right. <laughs> oh my god okay or you have that horny player uh, me you know <laughs> just, you just are that horny player sean you bitch <laughs> exactly every time i just run a one shot you hit on everything yeah uh, what are the consequences well, it's, it's especially good because it's no. a one shot you won't see any consequences exactly doing it. <laughs> <laughs> what are the consequences but no um uh yeah like i think sucky by uh are super fun um if you throw them in so that's why that's why I'm bringing that as my tool. All right, that's your tool. My tool, because uh, I'm, I've had this, I've had this idea before, and I really want to implement, Im- implement the mimics, but not just mm-hmm. your textbook treasure chest, chest. Yeah. mimic. I'm talking mm-hmm. about sword mimic, knife mimic, mm-hmm. armor mimic, person mimic. Entire bell mimic, bells mimic, bell mimic, entire store mimic, like an entire building that is a mimic. I'm talking go all fucking out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want. I like the mimics. I I like the idea of um, the building being composed of multiple mimics. So it's multiple (laughs) mimics like merged together to form this building. Um, But yeah, like uh, having like tons of mimics can be really cool excuse me and also f- kind of nudges your players are uh to to really be cautious i think i think it fits well with the espionage theme that we're going for yes uh mm. that you got to be cautious for something like that for sure yeah 
Well, I mean, uh, the the tool I prepared mm-hmm. is not nearly as uh, appropriate for this, unless there's a big bad evil guy at the end of it. We'll, we'll, we'll which is uh, the channel? Yeah, well, uh, channeled boss attacks with the cover mechanics. Ooh. So if you say instead of just the dragon does its breath attack, uh-huh. just have it be like a very, very, very strong breath attack. But then you're like, the dragon looks like it's taking a deep breath and getting ready to breathe. And so your players have one round to get behind some very conveniently placed rocks or something right. that you put in the arena. Yeah. Um, I think That's actually a really great idea. I think he could do that with a succubus by doing like, they have to prepare like... Uh, a charming gaze or a petrifying gaze or something like that. Yeah, mm, yeah. Um, something I was, like that. I was, I was thinking a mind fuck, literally. <laughs> yes, oh, my a God. mind fuck. You are the horny player. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, like, um, but I, um, like, as in a mechanic way, like, uh, it's a huge psychic attack, um, mm-hmm. and like the player character just starts writhing and coming on the ground, <laughs> like in that final episode of uh, Doom Patrol. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, no alright alright so we've uh, we've got our things we've got our theme espionage we've got our hook uh, the listener submission a module based on They Might Be Giants' song Bells Are Ringing uh, so I've started up with a little bit for the setting a small town but the area is growing larger and so that's why these people are being sent in because people outside of this small town are starting to get affected by it. Mm. Ah, yeah. Actually, fantastic yeah, idea, it's Gabe. A good, fantastic. It's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I'm almost small thinking town. like mm. Resident Evil 4 <laughs> style small town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, small town um, known for maybe it's bells. I don't know. The bell tower. I, towers. It, ha- mm, it yeah. has a big bell tower in it. Sure. Do you want to do multiple bell towers? Or Actually, that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. it is a, I guess it's a small town that's only notable feature is that it has like four bell towers. It has like a really fancy yeah. clock tower. Yeah. yeah. Um and you know, it's probably some fancy architect bullshit from a couple mm. of hundred years ago. And so it's Through a little bit of a tourist architecture. Thing. Yeah. Four bell tower sounds like a great number uh, to mark mm. each uh, cardinal direction. Yep. And the secret is that the players can do any of them in any order, and you can always exactly. put the last, uh, the boss in the last one. You can all, yeah, you can always <laughs> have the boss in the final one. In the final, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that's that's always uh, that's always fun to do. Making them, we really have to go to all of them. <laughs> I like the idea. Oh, you know what? Since we have mimics in our thing, Gabe, how about we make an entire bell tower a mimic? Yes. <laughs> um, and like kind of lay, lay out in uh, the lore of this town is there's three bell towers, <laughs> but people but people have hypnotized to be like four. And so like before, um, like at the very beginning of the the campaign, uh, when they're talking to some schmuck outside, it's like, oh, the town with the three bell towers. And then the, as they go in, people are talking about four bell towers. If the players are smart, they'll be like, wait a minute. But, you know, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Alternatively, they'll be like, I guess they made another bell tower. Yeah. And, and, yeah. It'll go, <laughs> yeah. and then they'll get eaten by a giant mimic. The entire bell tower is just a big mimic. I love this. 
That's actually frightening. A gargantuan mimic. Oof. I mean, yeah. Like, can you imagine stepping into the bell tower like, and being like, like, it's a little moist in here, <laughs> and then you get chomped. So, like, yeah. in my head, it's like the the mimic basically. So, this bell tower mimic has other mimics inside of it, and then mm-hmm. it doesn't get activated until yeah. they try to mess with a bell. Mm. So, like, it doesn't awaken. Like the, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And then they're fighting mm. a giant kaiju mimic. Which is actually incredible, and I love it. Yeah. I want to give a cool name to this Bell Tower Mimic. Um, but we'll think on that later. Bellimus Maximus. <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, so are we in important NPCs now? Um, or kinda, we uh, kind of we kind of flesh out it. the setting a little more. We can flesh out the yeah. setting more. Yeah, we kind of just bounce around it. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, uh, there's a church, right? We I we always go with yeah. like a weird nun for a villain, but I mean, it just fits so perfect. I mean, if it's a if the shoe it, fits, it you put it on. So it could be a weird monk. Um, like you can do other things with bell towers too. It doesn't have to be a church. Well, person. I meant more the succubus oh, yeah. is a weird it, nun in disguise. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> well yeah. Suc- yeah. Succubi and churches go. They go hand, hand in hand. Yeah. But you could always just be like, if you don't want the church angle, it can just be like, oh, the the town just has like these three alert bells from way back when they just needed to like let everybody know if some shit was going down. Uh, yeah, that's true. It can be like there are fires of Rohan or whatever <laughs> those things are called. No, that works. Yeah, 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 yeah. The history could be like the three bells together made out sound louder than than uh, than any of the one bells could uh, alone. Yeah. Something like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, let's think on like just some settings for, uh, like perhaps some areas around each bell tower, like mm-hmm. uh, let's say like a good old blacksmith. Yeah, I, 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 maybe maybe one could be like a really tightly knit sort of urban area with lots of like smaller buildings okay. around it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I like I like the idea of one just being in a church because I mean that's classic. I mean, you could always if there if there was originally three bell towers, uh-huh. you could always have one like if you set it up in a triangle, uh-huh. you can have one in the center of like the city yes. part, yeah, be that's the church, thinking. yeah, and then like it spreads out into the two other, which will make the fourth one even more conspicuous because it doesn't necessarily fit in with the right exactly with the look of the place. Yeah. Um, that can even be a hint to it as well. You know, it's like hey, that yeah. fourth tower is kind of out of place. Yeah, the fourth tower doesn't seem like it belongs. Yeah, or at yeah. least, like, it looks like it's a recent addition. Like, they can do that if, they, uh, if they're if they on the top of one of the bell towers and they're able to roll perception really mm. high. They can kind yeah. of just look, wait a minute. Yeah. Like, wait a minute, this doesn't look like it was built like this in the first place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think we could probably include a library. Ooh, uh, that's a good one. Libraries are always like good one. for they can do investigation. Yeah, exactly. Uh, do some history. So they can, let's look up the town history. And like, there's only three mill towers. <laughs> I love these voices you're doing, by the way, Sean, yeah, for the party is. members. Very good. Yeah. You, you sound very, you sound like you hate the party members. <laughs> no. Is it that I, obvious? I, I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Sean hates uh. his players. Revealed. This what this wasn't meant to be like an expose. This isn't new. That's not new, <laughs> new, Sean. Oh no, I love him. Um, but yes. All right. Uh, I guess if we made it, so if 
if the church tower is in the center of like the town area, you could always have like depending on how far apart the towers are, mm-hmm. which if it has to cover like a big area, it should probably mm-hmm. be like a bit apart. You can have one be like around like farmland or something. So there's just like farmland, and then there's like the bell tower. Where okay. there's always like a, a like a watch guard position there and stuff. Uh, I see what you or mean. Or just like to make it a little more yeah. uh, uh, look weird. Yeah. Well, that too, and also just because like the, if the idea is that back in the day you could use the tower to signal to the rest of the town that some shit was going on, mm-hmm. it makes sense for it to be like we have to make sure everybody knows that some mm-hmm. shit is going on. Right. So you have the like chain ding system. Right, right. That's exactly what um, bell towers are ma- um, used for. Besides, like just church stuff. Like it's yeah. Sunday morning, but no, it's actually like exactly as you say for danger. There's a dragon approaching. Yep. Yeah. yeah. For for any GMs that want like a sick tip for GMing, uh, mm-hmm. look to history because you can always pick out like little pieces and be like, ooh, this works. A hundred percent. Uh, myth, all, myth and history are always great to inspirations. Mm. Uh, okay, so you're saying, so church is in the center of town, and it has the fourth bell tower, um, and it should be on some mm. farmland? Uh, no, I was thinking one of the one of the other towers should be oh, okay, on farmland. Okay, okay. That's, that's what I was making sure. I figured you said that. Okay. Yeah, so like the, the first tower, urban area, church. I think maybe the urban area and tower can be like, combined into uh, one. Yeah, like, that's why yeah. I'm thinking, like, there's the center pillar, which is the church and the urban area. And then there's the second bell tower, which is, oops, like, a little bit outside of town. It can be, like, the first bell tower they see as they come in, or something like that. And then there yeah. can be the third original one, which, I don't know, could always be set on, like, a harbor or something, depending on where you're placing the town. Town construction. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yep. Um, but it makes sense for. Um, so the town itself has, let's say, three, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which includes a fake one. And outside on, like, the corner of the triangle, if you will, is the farm area with the fourth bell tower and a guardhouse. Yes. Okay. I just got a good idea. Great. Uh, so, hit us with a game. What if. And, to, and this is to tie it in with the espionage theme. Mm-hmm. They're sent in on a message or on a mission, not to kill anyone, but to steal all of the inside, the inner fucking gongs of the bells, so that they can no longer ring. Uh, so they cut off the actual yes, uh, the dangly bit. Yeah, of yeah, the bell. yeah, yeah. And we can say that's the 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 the, the mimic's tongue or something, mm-hmm. right? Ugh. And so once they cut that off, the mimic really will come alive. Mm. And uh, and fuck them up. Well, it'll be part eight. Yeah, part that's actually eight. good because then you know they don't have to like, they're not going into town to be like, yes, we were sent here on an espionage mission to murder. Yeah, yeah exactly, succubus. exactly. Whereas it'll be like, okay, well, we just have to sabotage a few bell towers. It's whatever. So yeah. Okay, what if it's not even like? What if it's like a rival <laughs> succubus who's like, I want to fuck over this succubus. Mm. I mean, Succubi can disguise themselves, right? That is one of their powers. What do you think, Sean? I love that idea. I love that idea more as, um, like, a, a backstory 
if you will. Yes. Like, 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 like the a, party isn't find aware out. of it. I, I yeah. agree 100%. The party's not aware of this. Like, yeah, they right. shouldn't know. Right. But it's something they can figure out if if possible. Like, if they confront the the, the, the main succubus, if you will, she'd be like, mm. that bitch Rachel, she's <laughs> coming in here throwing parties at assassins at me. Whatever bullshit, you know what I'm saying? That um, bitch Rachel. And, and, so, <laughs> and so that gives a reason for the succubus in the bell town to confront the party and be like, did that bitch send you here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they're all confused, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right, yeah. It's like, I smell her on you. I smell her sulfur. <laughs> I smell them on you. Did, did Jamiroquai come here and, <laughs> and send, send you to fuck up my bells? Oh, that motherfucker. All right, there you go. Rachel, Rachel the rival succubus. <laughs> She's still mad because I got to suck off Mistopheles before she did. So, like, the actual mission statement they'll get is investigate the town, um, people... And and investigate uh, the town and stop the bells from ringing. So they know about the bells already from the beginning? I would say maybe they don't know specifically. You're right. But they're, this but, is like the but, mission but statement. They, but they told them to do that anyway. Yeah, just be, have it be like a footnote in the mission. Be like... By the way, while you were there, sabotage the bell towers. Thanks. Okay, okay. Mm, I don't like that. Because no? I, I, I much rather the bell tower be... Like, I much rather have them... To be more espionage, have them investigate, mm. figure out that the bell tower is a thing. Well, okay, so with, with espionage, you could go a couple ways. Like, they could already have the information. They could, mm. but I don't know. That se- doesn't seem as fun to me. It, do, it does take them. away from the espionage angle to be pre-given information like that. Yeah, I know what you mean, though. You're not wrong, Gabe, because, you know, 007, yeah, no. we, we, here, here, is, here is your target. Yeah. Go fuck him up. You know, I, you're 100% right, but like, um, I, I would have more fun with investigating. The, the, foot, the footwork part of the investigation is also like, part of the fun. Okay. Yeah. Um, however, what it is, is like once they find out about the bell towers, then they get a uh, uh, beep, beep, beep from mission control. Okay. Right? Um, okay. Uh, now now that we've learned, now that we have this intel, go go cut out the the, the bongs or whatever the fuck you call those yes, things bong. in the bells. 12 bongs. <laughs> what do we call those? I don't know what you call them. They make the bong noise. <laughs> uh, no. What are they called? Hold on, let me Google that. Yeah, yeah please I don't do. actually know. <laughs> it's literally called... Oh, no, okay. The Clapper. The Clapper? Uh, yes. <laughs> That's even The funnier. tongue of a oh, bell. Man. The part inside the swings to make the bell ring is called the Clapper. Nice. That's interesting. You learn things on this podcast. You do. Yeah. Hey, the more you know. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to say the mission statement is uh, occurrences of maybe a few missing people because they're getting eaten by the mimics slash succubi. Um, occurrences of missing people. Uh, uh, like slash strange behavior. Yes. Mm. License to kill. Hmm. That means they're, they can kill people. It's all good. You're allowed to murder. Uh, I always love when I'm allowed to murder. I don't know if that yeah. bitch Rachel is important enough to give you a license <laughs> to kill. 
hey, here's the thing. Here's the thing that was well with Succubi. They are really powerful and should be like pulling the strings behind a lot of uh, powerful people. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like, like why is it not like half the king, like half the world being pulled be- the strings behind? Uh, like a king, it has a succubi behind or him, you know, or whatever. Or like even uh, an assassin guild or uh, adventuring guilds and so forth. Put a succubi mm. behind it. I mean, you're not wrong. Or an incubi, depending what you're into. Exactly. Don't worry, Succubi can change their genders at will. Why? Uh, I believe they can. Yeah, they shapeshift. Historically, yeah. Uh, polymorph, I should say, to be specific. Uh, historically, mythologically. Mm-hmm. I mean, historically, mm-hmm. yes, the real-life Succubi that have existed. The real-life Succubi <laughs> the real life plaguing succubi. monks in the Middle Ages. Um... <clears throat> Alright, so I think... Okay, so we've got Rachel. We've got... <laughs> Don't call her actually Rachel. <laughs> Listen, you are, you, you're the one who quotation. put Rachel, you motherfucker. No, that was me. <laughs> I just came up with a random name. Oh, man. That's why John it's hates anyone named Rachel. Exposed. Yeah. Sorry, that one listener whose name is Rachel. Sorry, Rachel. Yeah, if you're listening. Uh, listen, if we're all just airing out names we hate, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, oh Gabe. God. Let's put Gabriel on there. All right, Gabriel, the other <laughs> succubus. <laughs> See, I'm going to change it to Raquel. <laughs> That's good. Raquel. There we go. It has an angel name sounding to it. I don't know. So I, I, this is not an angel, but whatever. <laughs> Wait, uh, are you saying it sounds like an angel name? Raquel and Lilith. How like, about that? Just, those are, those you, are the two succubi. Don't use that Lilith. Is, that's too strong. Lilith like, is way too, too on the fucking nose. Yeah, it's too... Yeah, exactly. You're it's, gonna it's, break someone's fucking nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, like, there's... It's the Lilith, you know? Like, Lilith is a... Is a is How a about Lily? Sure. That's... Mm. That's... That's... All, that's that's close enough. <laughs> Liliana. I mean, Liliana. Liliana, okay. Liliana. That sound that that does sound like a generic villainous D and D name. You're, you're, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, so we're work. So the party is actually working for Raquel, right? Yes. What's BBEG? Uh, BBEG is big bad evil guy. Cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, she's actually the the nun, right? Or priestess. Mm-hmm. We're definitely going for none. Just priestess slash none, I guess. There you go. Oh, head of church. Yeah. All right. What are maybe some of the notable like uh, uh, people in the town that she's taken over? Um, basically mm-hmm. everyone important. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, like the mayor. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> maybe like the head of head oh. of the like the the the, the, the town watch. Yeah. 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 Town watchman. Um, innkeeper is always an easy innkeeper because that, that way, yeah, he's she can uh, get information mm. on him. In yeah. fact, even otherwise, said, uh, um, maybe uh, even the black random farmer. If the party runs into one on the way, a farmer is a good one because then it's like uh, she gets free food that way. You know, yeah, <laughs> but it's also a uh, an easy way of showing the mind control if you just have the bells mysteriously ring while they're doing it. Right, exactly. Very good. 
Um, so I mean, presumably everybody in farmer. town is under her control. Yeah, presumably everybody in town could theoretically have that as a function. Uh, it's, just, it's very yeah, easy we're, to show we're just trying like, to find a like a few named NPCs that we can mention. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Um, oh, boy. Oh, no. This is a bad time to mention I'm terrible at names. Oh, that's fine. Farmer John. Stop. Farmer John. Perfect. <laughs> Farmer John. Isn't Farmer John's a weird American thing? I don't know. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Mayor John. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mayor... Mayor McDonough. Mayor, Mayor Fimblebottom. Mayor, Mayor Thimblebottom. Perfect. That's good. Um, Have him be a gnome or something. Fimblebottom is actually a fantastic name. Holy fuck. Captain of the Guard. Uh, Steven. <laughs> I was going to think of like, uh, like a rugged name. Nah, he's uh, Steven. Um, what is a good rugged name? Steve. <laughs> George. Steve. Smash Mouth. <laughs> if you by chance decide to use this module, feel free to change any names given <laughs> in this podcast. Don't worry, we always say uh, that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, there you go. And uh, do we say, like, one more? Yeah, maybe one more would be good. Um... I guess oh, innkeeper, right? Yeah, um, innkeeper Ingrid. Yeah, Perfect. I was thinking of a lady as well. Lady innkeepers are underrepresented. They are. So enemies, I'm thinking for this, uh, enemies won't be in high number. There'll definitely be like some mm. some thugs. Um, I mean, and, if you uh, are running a uh, an espionage campaign, ideally you won't have to be fighting a lot. Of exactly, things, exactly. Since the uh, the tension will come from like, right. ooh, what's going on here? But like, there's going to be a lot of like common folk who are controlled. Yes. Mm. Um, yeah. You should probably do have them. Oh, they're a little stronger than they, they should be, probably because mm. of um. I think like succubi have a thing where they can empower uh, people um, who have their. Uh, have their they inspiration or whatever. I mean, maybe it's yeah. just sheer numbers that overwhelm the party. Yeah, it can also great, just great be idea. Resident Evil 4. Just an incredible amount of Farmer Johns oh, yeah. coming yeah. at you with plows. Wielding hatchets and scythes and pitchforks. Yeah, yeah. And, and also this is a good way to test the morale of your party. Like, uh, can they harm these common folk? Ooh. I mean, Ooh, yeah. if, if it's me, they're dying, it's, but, you know. It's one of those good old uh, moral choices right there. But also on top of that, like, uh, she can summon shadow demons and uh, some other greater demon. Probably a hell uh, God Godzilla mimic should be on that list. Oh, uh, absolutely. All right. That's that's the, the huge, main the boss. huge mimic. I like the idea of naming it. Let's call it. Uh, what do mimics call? They're just called mimics. I don't. They, they don't Rob, have names. Robert the. Robert the feet cruncher. No, I, I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking a demon name. Uh Oh, is it? A, oh, yeah. It's, it's like a. It's like a like a demon touched mimic. Hmm. Rashuk. Shimagorath. Just name it Shimagorath, Sean. That's what, I know that's what you want to type. Listen, listen. Shim, Shimagorath? That's too close. You're right. I can't do that. 
uh, Roz. Mm-hmm. I like the name of Roz. Roz. I mean, it can um, just be named Roz. I don't know if demons have last names. It's the full name. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck it. No. Roz, uh, Roz Mabuti. Roz Al Ghul. No. <laughs> I was thinking that this entire yeah. time. Raz Manashita. Okay. Raz Manash- and, very, uh, that, that name can lead to some very unfortunate mispronunciations. That's all I'm saying. Perfect. Manashit. <laughs> Manashita. Manashita. There we go. Um, all right. I gotta uh, take a Manashita. Mix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's basic mimics inside of a uh, Manashita. <laughs> oh man. And yeah, of course, the regular mimics. How about like uh like the gargantuan mimic is like um to give a little lore to it, like it's her former demon lover or something, and uh she's trying to feed him oh. to uh, make him get back his normal form. Like he got cursed into a mimic. Okay. Right, right. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. He he yeah, was right. bound to a mimic until he ate a thousand human souls or whatever. Yeah. Or 10,000. Some unquantifiable amount of quote unquote energy. 10,000 human souls. And then he asks, Well, the tiefling is What about no? If you want to reinforce that idea, you can always, like, if you're you're actually uh, GMing this module, you can always be like, Oh, there's, like, a person you saw walk into this fourth clock tower and never came back out. Yep. That's a good kind of deal. It doesn't have to be like screaming or crunching, just like they just don't come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's actually way better. Yeah. It's way scarier, too. Yes, it is. Because you don't know what to expect. Like, and how it devours them by just slurping them through the walls. Yep. What if that sound comes? Just hear like slurping at the bottom of like, and it can sound like it's just a sewer drain. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, Ooh, it can sewers. sound like whatever you'd want it to. Maybe we can even have uh, that might be a little too much, but uh, the sewers probably hold like I don't know bones and shit. I mean, I do. Do mimics eat people whole? I think they do because they dissolve them with their acid. Yeah, because you dissolve. Crunch them. Yeah. They, yeah, they you get crunched, and then you sizzle. I mean, you, you do a big old bite with the mimic, and then you get dissolved by it, eventually. Right. Mm. It grapples you, and then dissolves you. Yeah. I mean, you can always put some human bone in the sewers, just for flavor. I, I, I don't know. But um, but I feel like if it if it's supposed to be from the mimic, it wouldn't, uh, it wouldn't add to the, like, oh, shit, this is a huge mimic. If uh, if there's human bones doing around, yeah, you're right. You're right. Then they're gonna expect like a demon to pop out of the wall when they go in there. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we've got the hook already. Yeah. I guess the rising action could be when they eventually get caught. Hmm. Well, yeah. If they get caught, that's a rising action because either common folk or succubus will come to like. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I say eventually not because I expect them to fail but like 
they're gonna go into the mimic but because tower because you can force them to fail well no 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 i mean like the mimic tower <laughs> no, eventually yeah. is gonna make them for yeah the mimic tower will eventually yeah. uh, right right an idea just popped into my mind is um the one town member to not be affected can be the librarian Mm-hmm. Um and so the librarian. Uh, <gasps> oh my! I think I know where you're going. If you want with extra this. flavor, they can be deaf. Well, I was gonna uh, say. Uh, yeah, that's where he was going. I think. Uh, <laughs> oh but, shit! Sorry. Sorry. What'd you say, Peter? <laughs> oh, I said if you want for some extra flavor, the librarian can be deaf. Deaf. And that's why they're not affected. Yeah, deaf. Like that's actually amazing. Okay. I didn't think. Oh, I thought I thought oh, that's shit. where you were going, Sean. <laughs> yes, it was. Oh, I'm no. just giving Peter the credit. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> But anyway, um, but yeah, he's deaf, and so he's not affected by it, and it's, he can be the one person who can help out the party and so forth, but if he gets too involved, then uh, he gets killed. No! Um, he yeah. can die as a rise of tension. Or she. Let's make, yeah, it, let's make she. it a let's she. Let's make it a them. How about that? Yeah, exactly. Non-binary. Feel, feel free to change mm. the genders of, of, of any of the NPCs. Feel free to change anything we've said at all. <laughs> exactly. Feel free. Alright, let's add a... Librarian. Let's name him Peter. Uh, let's name yeah. him Peter. Oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> after you, Peter. Alright, it's a cameo. Pete. 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 I believe that's gender neutral. In that's me. good, yeah. So there we go. I don't think that's um, gender neutral, but yeah. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, Petey could be short for Petunia. Thank you, Gabe. <laughs> yeah, Peter. Oh, I'm sorry if it was you so obvious. You fucking dumbass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. English is not my first language. Excuse me. You're good, man. You're good. Uh, Just kidding. Uh, no, I know. Yeah, so yeah, rising action is kidding. they eventually get caught, yeah. right? Uh, either yeah. either by failing in some way. Or eventually they just go into the mimic tower and try to take it out and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, get fucked over. It'd be really funny if they go into the mimic tower first. That'd be great. I, if you if you if you want to hurry things along, I guess if it's for like a one shot, maybe. That's true. But I don't know. Make it the second tower. Yeah, I, at least. I, I think I think yeah. the idea is if they don't specify a specific direction that they're going in. Then just be like, okay, it's the second tower they're going to. Yeah, yeah, I think the idea is. But if like, they if they specify, we want to go to the out of place one. If they succeed in like figuring out like there's something out of place about this fourth tower, then just 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 let him fight the mimic first. Yeah, I mean, if they figure it out, they figure mm-hmm. it out for sure. Yeah, well, they just figure out that something weirds going on, and then they get eaten by a Godzilla mimic. <laughs> I mean, you gotta give them a chance at least. They can fall out of the mimic oh, yeah. and fight mm-hmm. it. The succubus comes out riding the mimic. And fight a giant clock tower. Yeah, and that's where your boss mechanics oh, come in, my dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. It'll be a lot of fun just picturing it. Um, picturing this uh, fucking bell tower with scrawny legs and arms as it... Uh, <laughs> tries Are you thinking like a Dark Souls mimic? Well, of course yeah, like, that's, that's yeah, there you go. That shit's terrifying. It oh, is. <laughs> How tall they are. It's oh, oh man. Anyway, um, so yes, uh, rising action, getting caught. Right, conflicts. Um, I'd say there's conflicts around every corner, really. Like if they uh, they ask the wrong question, 
Yeah. I would say the conflicts would be probably but, um, um, getting too like uh, being too suspicious for the uh, what's it called the townspeople for the townsfolk um, relying too much on PD and then maybe just literally just getting caught. Yeah, if someone catches you sabotaging a bell tower, you're gonna get like run out of town. Yeah. Potential resolutions. I mean, okay. if they figure it out, I, this could it 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 would be. Like, the main resolution would definitely just be fighting the giant mimic and succubus and freeing the town from their control. But then, like, it, the hard mode secret ending is mm-hmm. is uh, finding out about the succubus and then finding out about mm-hmm. Raquel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. deciding whether or not you want to, like, double-cross Raquel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That bitch Raquel doesn't have the same ring to it as that bitch Rachel. In our hearts, we will we will know. In we'll know hearts, it's Rachel. It'll always be that bitch Rachel in our hearts. <laughs> uh, Incredible. I mean, actually, oh man, you can get some. So that's a great way for uh, like if you side with Liliana to devour the rest of the townsfolk. And so Raz Manash returns to his former Baylor glory. Um, you can get some good Baylor rewards, maybe. I don't know. Oh, he, oh, he, oh. Be like, oh, okay. So I had... He'd be like, take my lightning whip. Deal. I I had an <laughs> I idea. Um, you When you brought up Shadow Demons, I'm like, ooh. So I have this uh, object in my fantasy Costco that we could put into this... Uh... Your fantasy Costco? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. Costco is a store, right? Yes. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is a real store, and the fantasy variation um, Gabe has adapted for uh, for for, uh, for, for. Oh, this show. is a real thing. Yeah, it's a talk I have. Um, <laughs> in right. this fantasy Shit. Costco, I have something called. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? The fuck is. Similarly, I I uh, I've created Questbot, the Quest which I stole from Starverse. <laughs> yep. Quest Buy's better. I should change mine to Quest Buy. <laughs> or I should come up... No, no you you're right. I'll come up with a competing store named Quest Buy. You can be... Your, your competing uh, store is already Fantasy Costco. Wait, how is that a competing you, you store? You can always be uh, Spike Walmart. I don't know. Spike Walmart? Spiked Walmart. There you go. Uh, uh, okay. Um, well, anyway, know, uh, you were talking about Shadow Demons, and I know that's specifically a type mm-hmm. of demon, Sean, but... My my yeah. head came to I have this item called the Crown of Shadows, uh, mm-hmm. which basically lets you it grants you the power to control shadows. Uh, so maybe like all mm-hmm. shadows, yeah, yeah, like control, like you. So okay, so here I'll read the awesome. item. A tiara once owned by it's it's a reference to something. A tiara once owned by the world's most talented locksmith, fashioned out of extra planar metal. This tiara grants you the power to control shadows. You may cast unseen servant at will. And once per day, if you're in a dim or dark light, you may summon creatures, adding up to a challenge rating of no more than five, made of shadows. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, like, maybe because it's on her, it's more powerful, because she's, like, demonic. But, like, if yeah. they defeat yeah. her, they can get this item. Mm. Yeah. Because... I like to, um... I'm going to like take it. your idea, and I'm going to twist it a little yes. bit. To, uh... Rather, um... I would say, uh... Grant it... Uh, 
Shadow Step. Ooh. Here, let me let Ooh. me let me, uh, let me sixty feet. Let me let me copy this in first, and then you can. And ooh, oh, great, perfect. And so yeah, I can you just can work just add on it. that. Um, and summon can summon uh just straight up summon a shadow demon, uh one at a time maybe. Summon shadow demon, or I should say conjure. That's the right word, right? Conjure. Conjure. conjure? Yes. Conjure, yes. Conjure. Yes, yes, conjure. conjure. No, it's conjure. <laughs> no, Sean's right. Oh, it's wrong. conjure. I don't think it is, but we'll go on. I don't know, Peter. <laughs> Who's the native English speaker, huh? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but like the the shadow demon um, uh, at will, and it can function as a, functions as a familiar, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. So I don't like the reason I do that is I don't want to take away your item. You right, know? right, right. Yeah. Like what if what if a, what if a player buys your item and then they here you get the same item for your reward. They'd be like, man, I got jibbed. Listen, I've so, had yeah, this like, item man, in my console for a long time. Nobody's ever bought it. Okay. <laughs> it is very expensive. It is very expensive, but there's also a lot I of get... expensive things that people have bought on here. Okay. Not everybody uh, yeah, wants like a weird shadow crown. And I get it. Does does Fantasy Costco also have like bulk discounts? Uh, I, I, at Quest Buy you do. <laughs> at Quest oh. Buy for, for for every a thousand gold you get, you get a free minor po- healing potion. Shop there now at Quest Buy, the best interdimensional. Fuck! Store. I can't believe this, I'm this, gonna this have to compete with Quest, by Quest Buy, buy. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> Can you haggle at Quest Buy? Maybe. <laughs> you can haggle at Fantasy Costco. Behind the counter. Try. We pass uh, on the deals to you! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fuck. God damn. Okay. Uh, but yeah, yeah, so, okay, so yeah, it doesn't have to be that exact same thing, but something that, like, basically lets them have a portion of that succubus's shadowy power. It's mm. called a bracelet. Alright, bracelet of shadows. Yeah. Like a sexy bracelet. Sure. I, listen. Yeah. Well, it's a succubus. They're not gonna wear yeah, a not sure. sexy accessory. <laughs> Would you want me to uh, remove hellhounds, or do you like the idea of adding another item to summon hellhounds? I mean, we could always just skin everything in shadows, right? Mm. Yeah, shadow hound. Yeah, yeah shadow so like hound. it's just a hellhound, yeah. but for flavor, it's a shadow hound. If you want to, okay. I don't know what the challenge rating of a hellhound is, but if it is within the like what one to five, yeah, I don't one know. To five. Actually, I have no idea. Hellhound uh, is challenge rating no three. more than five. Which is... All right, well, yeah, the crown of shadows slash bracelet of shadows in this case could summon a. Uh, yeah, you're right. It could. A hellhound, shadowhound. TM. <laughs> TM. TM Fantasy Costco. <laughs> I should just leave it as a shadow hound. I mean, shadow demon. That's easier. It's fine. Trademark, yeah, welcome fine. to my dungeon. And uh, and if if you want to flavor it up, that's fine. So. Yeah, it's up to it's up to you. I just I it I thought it would be neat to include something like that. If you want it for shadow, the shadow powers. You, the party can always end up like having to fight some shadow thing somewhere at some point. Yeah. A shadow, a shadowy um, creature. It, Comes out they of get the assaulted by like a shadow person who's just D and D Mister X. <laughs> oh, has somebody come up with a sheet for D and D Mister X? 
God. I don't know, but someone should. I also I agree with that. Um, uh, yeah, what else do we need? Pretty biff- before I get distracted by D and D, Mister X. Before I get distracted by another idea here. Uh, um, let's look. Turn think on some other rewards. Um, let's see. I like the idea about, of what you uh, said. Like you could get the Baylor's. Uh, he could give you his uh, lightning whip or flame well, whip. Thinking it? on it, thinking on it, would a Baylor do that? I mean, demons are kind of uh, not the nicest people, so maybe. Right. But they're also yeah. pretty lawful. Like, if you help them out, they're like. No, those are devils. Yeah, but will they give a right. shit if you're not also a demon? Oh, like, if you were a demon this? who helped how a demon, the, hang on, let's, like, let's oh. go around this way. He's not. Oh. A, he's not a Baylor. He's a devil. Okay. Former okay. devil instead. Um. I don't know. He's Satan. <laughs> He's Satan. Um, just some greater devil, uh, whatever mm. those are. Um, and because that because that makes more sense. You oh know? yeah. Like, oh, uh, so if it uh, so if you help him out, he gives you like a deal that has like a lessened bad effect on you. Yeah. yeah so he can yeah. he can fuck you over less. That looks pretty good, actually. Uh, mm. Yeah. I'm trying to think if we need anything Unless, else specifically. Uh, I mean, you can always be uh, like gold, but gold will be just a standard. The standard. Yeah, gold. Mission. Gold is like a standard for yeah. And probably if you uh, befriended a townsfolk, um, oh, if you managed, if PD didn't die, you can you offer get, you like uh, some spell tome or some scroll. Yeah, or something. one of those tomes that increases your ability score. But you oh, what are those to- called? Uh, I, I just got one in my uh, my Curse of Strahd campaign. Um, mm. But, like, it increases my wisdom by two, but oh. you can only use it once every hundred right, years. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, and it yeah, takes yeah. forever like to books. read it or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah an ability tome, uh, you can always have the PD be like, oh, man, this is our most prized book. Nobody's gotten to read it in, like, forever. Mm-hmm. And then it falls apart Or nobody after gets to read, read this. Yeah. Uh, like uh, the 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 one the, in the te- in the campaign, the textbook one, um, it loses its magical power and doesn't refresh until a hundred years uh, later. Yeah, I think you can still um, read them, but it's just like it doesn't do anything. Yeah, until, and you have like, it. You, it takes like you have to read it in forty eight hours in two days. So. It's a really well-written book. It just gives plus two to any ability score, though. The one I have is specifically wisdom, so if you want mm. to keep it that... Well, um, and it, uh, anyone who runs this can just no, make it PD's, whatever. PD's like, book is a, is a self-help help book. That's why you can... Uh, yeah, it's just so, self-help yeah, abilities. It gives you tips on working out as well. Yeah, and how to <laughs> self-care. It's yep. a self-care book. Yeah. <laughs> the, the fantasy <laughs> secret. Top ten ways to... Yeah. Oh, man. It's like a yellow self-help for dummies book. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man. Okay, so this sounds pretty solid. Mm-hmm. So Brace of the Shadows, Roz's Deal, and Static Mission, you get gold. If P didn't die, um, the ability, ability tone. All right. Um, main enemies are... Uh, should have an asterisk on that PD thing that only if you actually like interacted with him. Um, I mean, that should be... Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that should that should be obvious, but just to, like clarify. <laughs> yeah. He shouldn't just show up like, I know you don't know me, but here, exactly. Have this yeah. awesome book. Um, let's see. Uh, so enemies, of course, the common folk. Um, uh, some can be. 
some can be um, enhanced by succuba succubus uh, shadow demons um, I'd say uh, just some greater demons if you want to throw that in there or maybe you want to limit to just shadow demons mm. and maybe like more powerful shadow demons greater mm. shadow demons if you will um, there you go uh, gargantuan mimic is of course the supposed to be the the main boss um, yeah let's see and then of course standard mimics uh gabe's great idea with uh tons of mi- mimics within mimics, mimics. within mimicception mimic- <laughs> mimicception yes um and so we okay let's see the so mimic our... eats you and then the greater mimic eats the mimic <laughs> yeah um, so the setting, it's a small town with four four bell towers, originally three. The fourth one kind of popped up. Um, big old urban area, of course, mm-hmm. and a farm area on the outside. Farm area has a bell tower and a guardhouse. Um, our important NPCs are, of course, uh, Raquel, our mission operative in um, an assassin guild. Or I should say an adventure guild. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to specifically be an assassin's guild. Yeah. Adventure, uh, Liliana, who's the uh, the true big bad guy, um, priestess nun, head of church. Uh, then we all have uh, Mayor Thimblebottom, Steve Smashmouth, the captain of the guard, <laughs> Farmer John, uh, innkeeper Ingrid, and library PT. Okay, and so uh, of course the players can visit any of those areas. Additional things like uh, standard shops and what have you we can throw mm. in. Um, uh, let's see. Outside of town, people are kind of um, just very hazy with it. They all have thoughts. I need to go to the town and um, just go to the town and ring the bell or something like that. Um, they have like just bizarre behavior. Um, mm. Maybe something calling them to go to church. I need to go to church. Yeah. Uh, go to church. Gotta go to church. Gotta go to church. It's, but sir, it's Monday morning. Gotta go to church. <laughs> they have church every day. Oh man. Um, and so uh, the first thing, like in the early part of the 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 campaign, the session or campaign, is dropping a hint of only three bell towers. But later on, everyone is saying oh, there's four, and of course they see four. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they just have to try and investigate the town, talk to people. Uh, they can choose to sneak around. They can try to do that. Um, there's many ways. It just depends on their play style, really. Yeah. And um, uh, the rising action will be when they get caught or find out. They find a discover a mimic, mm. or I should say, the gargantuan yep. mimic. Um, um, that also includes several conflicts with being too suspicious, relying too much on the librarian PD, which will result in PD getting killed, and of course literally getting caught by the uh, by Liliana. Yep. All right. This is pretty solid. Uh yeah. Yep. Oh shit! What should we name it? Oh uh, right. Uh, what? What's the what's the fucking song? Bells yeah, are ringing. Bells are ringing. Bells are ringing. Oh, bells are ringing. Yeah. That's a perfect name for, uh, yeah. for the module. Bells, yeah, perfect. Look, this one's good. It even, it even came with a name. Yeah, it built a name with here. a name. If only all our characters did too. God, don't even fucking. 
yeah, we don't. That's that's always the hard we part. We don't really need any stats for anything. Everything's sort of out of the book, except for no. the giant mimic. Except for the gargantuan mimic. Uh, for the gargantuan mimic, you can probably well take a mimic um, and level it up a few and, times. And level, level it up, it up. a couple of many times. And uh, change its size. You think yeah, uh, probably a, a like level seven for this module? Yeah, um, I, I rounded up. To yeah, eight. that'd probably be good. Um, it would depend on the level that the players would be at. Uh, that that's what he was um, at, like oh, well, yeah. average level for the players. Um, mm, yeah, yeah, a level eight campaign. The sound that sounds about right. Um, yeah. I'm not sure what level Succubi are. They can they can be pretty high. But, uh, yeah. I think they're one of those uh, monsters that have a lot of variations based on how strong it is. Yeah, I think you can have right. that. Right. I, like, you, I believe you can have a lesser Succubus that can literally just charm and then is like, I, I'll scratch you. Well, and, and also, oh, a good oh, God, Succubi knows that they have to put other people in front of them to do their work for them. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. They are the puppet yep. masters. Uh, yeah, this is good. I'm uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else we need, but I think we got it all. I believe yeah. so. Yeah, for now. Um, if we so choose to flesh this out in the future, then we can we'll add more. But uh, as for right now, this is real good. I'm excited. Uh, maybe after I finish running that one uh, one shot, I can run this one. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that's it. So uh, let's uh, let's just plug our things. Uh, Peter, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, not especially. I have a Twitch channel called uh, Micro Solaire, which I have streamed on. I have streamed on a total of one times. But uh, feel free to go follow that if you feel so inclined. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you, Peter. There what you about go. you, Sean? Uh, you can follow me at, uh, on Twitter at uh, Z-A-S-N-E underscore I-I for Zasne the Second. Um, follow me for, uh, I don't know, dumb shit. So. It's good dumb shit, though, because I follow you. Yeah. And I I have good taste. Good dumb shit is good. I have good taste, right, Sean? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, debatable after this episode wow. Wow. <laughs> wow okay i see how it is uh, uh, uh you can follow me uh shonen413 on twitter uh twitch uh battle.net fucking league of legends anywhere just google it you'll find me but much more importantly you can follow the podcast it's at my dungeon cast mm-hmm. on twitter you can email us mm-hmm. welcome to my dungeon at gmail.com or you can uh, send in uh, uh, a hook for us. Like this week's hook was sent in by one yes. Zoe uh, on mm. our Twitter. So please uh, send in your hooks and we'll use them on the episode. Yeah, yeah it was actually is, super fun doing that. So please send yeah, in. Yeah, this hook um, turned out much more interesting than I thought it would at first when Gabe was like, all right, so now we'll make an adventure hook based on this song. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. Okay. Uh, we Technically, <laughs> we have done it before. We did Hotel California last time. Huh. I forgot about that, but yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Wow, yeah. Two, it worked out two pretty times well. In a row honestly, for, 
songs, huh, Sean? Damn. Mm-hmm. Call, it, call it the, the musical dungeon yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, you can also visit our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash welcome to my dungeon, where you can find all of the, the write-ups for all of the sessions. You can find our fleshed-out notes for when we flesh out our our modules, uh, and you can get that extra content right there. And support the show so we can make more stuff for you. Boom. And uh, last thing before I forget, I'd like to thank Marcus Fuller for the use of our intro in the Hall of the Mountain King, composed by Edward Grieg. You can find his YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Marcus Fuller. That's Marcus with a K. Thank you, Marcus. All right. And uh, that's it. So, uh... (laughs) Right. We'll see you Woo-hoo. for a special episode next week where we'll have a very special guest. Not that Peter wasn't special, mm-hmm. but even more special. No, I get it. Uh, oh, I know I was a last minute guest. You don't gotta. <laughs> don't worry, you aren't the first last minute guest and you won't be the last. Woo! Um, but uh, yeah, next week we'll have a very special guest on. So if you like. Uh, the system Unbound or uh, Spire or ever heard of a game called Honey Heist, you should tune in. Oh. Uh, but in the meantime, don't delve too deeply without protection. <laughs> Bye. I forgot our <laughs> shitty catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> the bells are ringing the song, they're singing the song, is bringing the people they hear the instructions, they follow directions, they travel great distances to the sound. The bells are ringing the song, they're singing the, the song. The bells are ringing the song, they're singing the sound. Is bringing they hear the instructions, they follow directions, they travel great distances to the sound. They are persuaded by the music of the bells. They're not responsible for anything they do. The people know the way to go. The bells are ringing, they hear the sound.